0: Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. And you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. District Superintendent Reverend Dr. Ron Henderson is here to bring the word. I've had just the honor to to know Dr. Henderson and work with him and work uh, under him as as one of his pastors in the North Central District uh, for for several years now. Dr. Henderson has uh, served many churches in the North Texas Conference, Hamilton Park and Custer Road United Methodist Church, a a couple of the most recent ones. But he has served how many years as a delegate to General Conference? several, four or five different general conferences, and you're going back here in 2020 night, how many? Yeah, so uh, we're just so thankful for everything that Dr. Henderson has done for us as a church, so I'd like to invite him to come forward to bring us God's word this morning. Thank you, Dr. Henderson. Let's give him a welcome. Well, good morning. My mic on? Yes, I, it is. Uh, Get to worship with you this morning, to to be with you, uh, to share with your pastor, uh, the members of this congregation, uh, and to uh, just uh, worship God with you uh, today. Uh, I've had a relationship with you for about 17 years. Uh, when I first went on the district in the old Dallas Northeast district. In 2002, I guess that 17 years. Don't want to embarrass myself in front of the teachers, uh, and have um, had a chance to work with you for a number of years, preach here on a, a number of occasions in the past. I remember one uh, uh, exciting time many, many years ago. You had a pastor, I believe her name was uh, Terry Ann Hennick, and she. Got ill the Saturday before Easter. <laughs> and superintendents don't get a chance to preach on Easter, so I was excited about uh, that uh, opportunity. Uh, glad to be here with, uh, with your pastor, Chris, and his wife, and, and all of you. I, I commend you uh, on your worship of God. I go to a lot of churches, uh, there's about six to six in our district. And and I'm amazed at people who come to worship and just sit there and not worship God. And and the greatest thing we can do uh, before our God is, is our devotion to God, our worship of God, our giving of ourselves to God. Believe me, there is absolutely nothing you can do in this world to impress God. But when you worship God with devotion, then we move God, that's, that's the only way, trust me, that we can impress God, uh, because God created everything so there's nothing we can do to get his attention. But when we worship God, uh, God loves our worship, our adoration, our praise of him. And I was moved and inspired and blessed and moving around with you. Uh, as you worship God. I remember about uh, four years ago, I didn't realize it was that long, and when I worked with Mrs. Ruth Sherry and the Staff Parish Relations Committee uh, to bring your pastor, uh, Reverend Chris Everson, whom I've been told do not move and have no plans to do so. (laughs) (laughs) I I might add, I'm speaking for me, not the bishop. So, uh, I don't expect anything to happen, but if anything happened, I didn't have anything to do with it, you know. <laughs> I worked for him. And uh, uh, I've always, I look forward to seeing Mr. Richard Davis, I remember when I first just come here and uh, I guess it was here, there's more pews here, right? Over here, dude. yeah. He always sat with his, his mother and his sister, just to show you uh, how far I go back and, uh, Uh, remember this church and have always been so fond of you and uh, bragged on you. I want to read uh, a text for us. Uh, It's one text, uh, but it comes from three different places. And the first of these comes from the book of Genesis, and I'll read for us uh, from Genesis 12, verses 1 through 4. Listen now for the word of God. as recorded in Genesis 12, one through four. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. The the second of these comes from uh, the book of Malachi. I shall read for us from the third chapter and shall begin reading at verse 8 and read through verse 12. Will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you in tithes and offerings? You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. I wanted to zero in on the 10th and 11th verse, bring all of the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessings that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land. And the final of these that I did not submit was from Acts 20, 35. I have shown you in every way, by laboring like this, that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. God, our, our creator, our sustainer, our all in all, how good it is to be in your presence, to be soaked with your peace, with your joy, your love. God, how good it is to. worship you and have the privilege to give back to you in our praise and adoration of you, our Creator. As we worship today, we're grateful to you for your Word, your Word revealed to us in the incarnation of Jesus Christ, and your Word revealed to us in the inspiration of the Holy Scriptures. And now, God, I pray your blessings upon the preaching of your Word Not for fame, not for reputation, but that someone might believe and do likewise. For this is our prayer. We pray in the strong, perfect name of Jesus Christ, amen. I have to be a little careful. One of the children asked me who saw me, how long are you going to preach? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, That's all right. Uh, I I wanted to speak to us uh, uh, from the subject. I I submitted the title, Becoming uh, a Blessing. Uh, I was doing it, uh, giving it another title, I would call it Make Me a Blessing. And I wanted to talk to you today about blessings. I know you're in your month of stewardship, making your commitments to God, uh, that you're focusing on generosity in giving Uh, but I I think to understand giving, giving of ourselves uh, to God, giving of ourselves to others, giving of our money to God and to the ministry, then we need to begin to understand what it is to be a blessing by God. Each of these passages have a reference to giving, but The emphasis is upon how we are blessed when we give to God. Uh, We begin with uh, the book of Genesis, the 12th chapter verses uh, one through four because as we understand generosity, as we understand giving, uh, as we understand being a blessing, then it begins with our relationship with God. Y'all don't have to say anything, but I'm gonna take my time anyway. Uh, 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 I wouldn't waste a whole lot of time as a preacher talking to people about being generous with their money to God if one has not developed a relationship with God. And, and the book of Genesis uh, begins with Abraham developing this relationship with God 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 takes the initiative you United Methodists know we call that previous grace when God goes before us and gets our attention so that we can come to know God and have a relationship with God and communion with God and intimacy with God. God takes the initiative so that we will come to know God and God takes the initiative but no other reason that God loves us, hello somebody, and God loves us so much that God wants to bless us, and so God takes the initiative to meet us so that we will come to know God and to develop a relationship with God. Can I just take my time uh, so I can try to unpack this a little bit? And so God begins with Abram by saying now, I need you to get out of your father's house. I need you to get away from your country. I need you to get away from everything that you are familiar with and go to a land that I will show you. Now, get this, now he said, go to a land that I will show you. This is the way you walk with God. He did not tell him to get on interstate 30 and go to Dallas, a rock wall. He didn't tell him to get on a highway and go another way. He just said, go to a land that I will show you. And and if you obey me, as I paraphrase, and follow me, then God makes a promise to him by saying, I will bless you i will bless your name i'll bless anything you bless are you getting this now i'll i'll I'll, I'll, anybody who curses you i'll curse them god tell tell abraham all i need you to do is to walk with me and to be faithful with me now before he ever gets to any kind of giving of himself or anything god works with abraham by developing a relationship with god All right, all right, all right. Uh, see, say sometime now, I know you're all don't do it. Uh, here at First UMC Royal City, but you know, I go to some places where people go to worship and sometimes they can be mean to one another. I know you all don't do that. They can talk to either other any kind of way, say whatever they want to say about each other. Then I wonder, what happened with the relationship with God? You all don't feel me, but when I relate to God and God relates to me and I have a relationship with God, I don't have the privilege to say whatever I want to say to anybody, regardless or how I feel. God began by developing this relationship with us. God loves us, and God wants to bless us, and before he can bless us, God does all that he can to develop this communion, this relationship with God. Now, you understand a blessing is, is a favor of the goodness of God that is bestowed upon us because God gives it to us, unmerited favor. You can't buy it, you can't work for it, you can't do anything to earn it, but God, out of God's goodness, out of the abundance of God's generosity, God blesses us, God's favor, God's love, God's joy, God's peace, God's love, just given to us, hallelujah, and you can't buy it, and if we could buy it, we probably wouldn't have enough money anyway. I, I, I know because some people can have financial resources, but still don't have the blessings of God, don't have peace in their life, or the joy of God in their life, or the love of God in their life. If you are as old as I am, you might remember back in the 80s and 90s, there used to be a picture on television called Fantasy Island people who had all kinds of financial resources yet had an emptiness in their life. And they would go to an island trying to find some peace, trying to find some joy, trying to put it all together. But God said to Abraham, and to us, if, if you just obey me, if you follow me, if, if, if you will be faithful to me, then I will make your blessings. My joy, my peace, my love will will be given to you. God said, I will put my hands upon you, and when God puts God's big hands on you, nobody can take them off of you. Now, are y'all still with me? He said, now I wanna bless you now, but but, and, and this is what I love about being here today, as I see some of the evolution and transformation in the way you worship. I remember before you had a band hello somebody. I remember you before you had modern worship service and God says to Abram, I need you to get away from your father. I need you to get away from your country. I need you to get away from all of your relatives and I need you to go to a land. so I need you to get away from everything that is familiar you, that you're familiar with and go to a land that I will show you. And what he's what he really said is, I want you to move away from anything that gets in the way of your relationship with me. Y'all don't hear me now. Y'all, y'all don't hear me now. So I need to said, I need you to get away from anything that will distract you from having a relationship with me. I need you to get away from anything that that hinders your relationship with me. Are you all feeling me now? Abraham, I need you to get away from status quo. Abraham, I need you to get away from doing things like you've always done them. Abraham, I need you to get away from thinking like you have always thought, Abraham, I need you to get away so that you can be free to hear me in new and different ways because before God called him, He was not in this relationship with God. I'm going to get to the money, y'all, but before you get to the money, you got to deal with the relationship with God. And God said, if you do this, I will bless you. It will be a divine blessing. You know Abraham's life, and and he was blessed not only uh, materially, even though he was blessed materially, but now he's blessed with the presence of God. Hallelujah, God is with him. He's blessed with God's peace. He's blessed with a God's abiding joy. And, 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 and as he's on his journey to his destiny and to a destination that God is going to show him, uh, God is with him, he's going to have trials in life, he's going to have adversities in life as we know this, but all of the time, God is going to use all of these things to draw him closer to him for this relationship, for this deep communion. Uh, 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 My my wife, Sundre, who was singing at Hamilton Park United Methodist Church this morning, and I got married about uh, seven years ago, and I remember uh, when we were dating and she wasn't quite getting along with the program. Mm And so uh, I, I had to do something. So I, I said, let's, let's go to Six Flags Over Texas. You c- can you imagine a 60-year-old man going to Six Flags Over Texas <laughs> on a date? And, and when I got there, I asked somebody, what is the scariest uh, ride y'all have here at Six Flags Over Texas? Y'all, I'm scared to ride. And they say, the Texas giant. And they told me what all it do. I said, that work, that work, that worked work right there. <laughs> So we went to get on the Texas Giant, and when we got in the gondola, I was sitting on one side, and she was sitting way over on the other side. But I had a plan, I had a plan, I had a plan. (laughs) And then the gondola started going up, (laughs) y'all. And she's just sitting over there, her arms all folded, not paying any attention to me or anybody. I said, that's all right, that's all right, I gotta play it, I gotta play it. And it just kept going like, And finally, it got to the top, and she could look over. Then she just moved over a little bit. I told you I I had a plan. And then it zoomed down, and she moved over a little more. Then it took a loop, and then she moved over a little more. And then it went upside down, and she said, hold me, and don't let me go. Hallelujah, somebody. (laughs) You know, sometimes God will let trials and adversities in life move us from where we are to a closer relationship with God, to communion with God. And this is what God does with Abraham and God does for us. God first, before our money, God wants a relationship with us. I'm going to try to get to the money, y'all. And he says to him, uh, get away from your father, from your father's house, from your kindred, from your land, and I will bless you. I'm going to bless your name. Your name's going to be great. Anything that you do, I'm going to give it to you. Listen, God says he's not just going to bless him generally, but he gets special with how I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your name. And, and, and whatever you bless, I'm going to bless it. Whatever you put your hands on, I'm going to bless it. What, whatever relationship you get involved in, I'm going to bless it. When you go to work, I'm going to bless that. And, and anything that comes against you, I'll curse that. Listen, he gets specialized in the way he's going to bless Abraham. It's divine, and he tells him exactly what he's going to do. <clears throat> All right, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Let me hurry up. Uh, uh, my wife and I, sometimes we, we she's uh, involved at in Hamilton Park, United Methodist Church, and, and I'm a superintendent, so sometimes we meet up, and so a lot of times you're all, during the week we have to eat fast food. <laughs> and so we stop by Wendy's, you know, and every time we go to Wendy's or something like that, I know exactly what I want. I always get a number one combo. You know, it's, it's just a cheeseburger with some cheese and french fries and a little drink, you know. And I always, that's my number one combo, or my number nine combo, which is chicken, which is, is a fried chicken uh, combo. And then my wife always say, well, she wants, uh, tell them she wants uh, uh, a hamburger, but she wants the bun grilled on both sides, and she wants the onions grilled, and she wants this cut. Now, now you know, Wendy's don't work like that, y'all. You know, everything is kind of mass food so they can make the money uh, and, you know, with fast production. But she has all this stuff the way she wants it, and they always say, pull over to the side. <laughs> and when they get just what she wants, then they bring it out to us. And I say, you know, that's just the way God works. You know, when he blesses me, he doesn't bless me like he blesses you because he knows what you stand in need of and what you stand in need of and what I stand in need of. And that's what he says to Abraham. My blessings are not going to be just general, but I'm going to bless your name. I'm going to make you great. I'm going to make you the father of nations. But he asked him first to develop this relationship with God. Then when we have this communion with God, this intimacy with God, now we're ready ready to move to worship god not just with our praise and our adoration but now we can worship god with the giving of our money and god says to all of us bring ye all of the tithe into my storehouse so that there will be food in my house and 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 see if 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 you don't trust me see if i won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing until it overflows and you don't have." A uh, room to receive it. If you don't bless believe me, test me and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. <clears throat> now 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 y- 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 get this. I wish I had more time now. <clears throat> he said, bring you all of the tithe into my storehouse so that there will be food in my storehouse so that we can do ministry, so that we can bless other people, so that we can tell other people about the love of God, so that we can say this is a place where everybody is welcome and nobody is kept out. Because they bring you all of the tide into my storehouse and see if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing until it overflows. Get this, get this now. He didn't say, he did not say, he did not say, bring you all of the tide into my storehouse and I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out some money. If he said that, everybody be tithing. (laughs) But he said, uh, uh, bring you all of the tithe in my storehouse and I will open up the windows of heaven and I will pour out upon you blessings, blessings until they overflow. Hallelujah, somebody. When I can wake up in the morning and my family is intact and my wife and children and I are in communion with one of God, that's a blessing from God. When I shaved this morning and cleaned up and I could feel the peace of God in my heart and in my mind and I'm excited that I'm on my way to Ross City, not just to preach but to worship God and to see some people I hadn't seen in a while, that's a blessing from God. When I woke up this morning and didn't have pain in my body because I've had it before and I I'm free, and I can move around, and I can talk to God. That's a blessing from God. I'm I'm grateful to God when I had my devotion. I just thank God for his presence, for his peace, for his joy, for his love, for waking me up in my right mind. God says when you bring the tide, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing until it overflows. I wish I had more time. Because, because you've got to be careful with how we handle the blessing. Mm-hmm. You can't hoard it, hold it all up for yourself. Because I met a man one day in scripture who had been working all of his life. And then finally one day his blessing came in. He said, I've got so much I'm going to tear down all my old bones and build some new bones. And when he did it, then he said, lay down, soul. For many years you got it made. And the scripture said, God said, that night God said to him, you fool, you fool. Your soul is required of you. God blesses us... So that we can be a blessing to others god blesses us so that we can share his love with others god blesses us so that we can be an inspiration to somebody else god blesses us not so that we can be a a model and everybody can see who we are but so that we can be a mentor so that we can take our life and pour our life our training our experiences and that we've had with god into somebody else's life God said, when you do this, I will take care of you. I will bless you. I will multiply you and, uh, I, I, as I hurry on. And, and whatever I do for you, it won't just be for you. He said to Abraham, I'll bless you. I'll bless your family. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. <clears throat> Y'all, I love this now. Y'all love this now. He said, I'm, I'm going to bless you, but not just you. All of the families of the earth are going to be blessed through you. So God blessed Abraham, y'all, and you know what Abraham did? He gave the blessing to Isaac, Mm -hmm. and Isaac gave it to Jacob, and Jacob gave it to Joseph, and Joseph gave it to Moses, and Moses gave it to Joshua. Now, I can't go 14 centuries now, (laughs) but all of these come from the blessing of Abraham. And in Galatians, Paul reminds us that when you are in Christ Jesus, you shall receive the blessings of Abraham, the promises, the commitments that God made to Abraham. Paul says, when you are in Jesus Christ, you are no longer cursed, but you have the blessings of Abraham. <clears throat> so today I'm delighted, honored to be here for no other reason than I know, I know, I know, I know that I have been blessed by God, amen.